0: In the pits is partnered with Get That Shot. Get That Shot now offers first in line photo and video editing, 20% off Get That Shot merch, and 20% off prints to all teams that wear the Get That Shot logo on their jersey. Message Get That Underscore Shot on Facebook or Instagram to become a Get That Shot program team. In the Pits is partnered with Paintball Kimite. Paintball Kimite is a program designed by Colt Roberts, a professional team, San Antonio X-Factor, to take paintball players of all ages, experience levels, and skill groups and mold them into champions. The program breaks the game down into small, easy-to-learn sessions designed to help you master the fundamentals so that you can elevate your game. Newcomers to the program get a free one-hour introductory class when mentioning In the Pits. To sign up for a class, message at Paintball Kumite on Instagram. In the Pits is partnered with Compete. Compete is a Texas-based brand by Jill Stewart of professional team AC Diesel that provides custom jerseys, pants, headbands, straps, tech shirts, and any other soft goods to help individuals and teams compete at the highest level. Support Texas Paintball and message Compete on Facebook or Instagram, and mention In The Pits Podcast for 10% off your entire order. Welcome everyone to episode 7 of In The Pits Paintball Podcast. This podcast is focused on everything that has to do with the paintball scene here in Texas, from professional players and teams, to new divisional programs, local tournament series, field owners, Texas-based brands, even photographers and videographers. Every week we will have a short and sweet 30-minute episode with a new topic and special guest. I'm Christian Smith, player for Texas Titans, and this episode we are going In The Pits with Jonathan Salas, uh, owner of Splat Zone in Houston. Jonathan, how are you doing this evening?
1: I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, so it's funny. So just as everybody knows me as Jaybird. Bird. So if you just want to address me as Jaybird, Bird, and we'll just kind of. Cool. J Bird, there.
0: you got it. So, Jaybird, Bird, uh, <laughs> for those listening that maybe don't know about you, how long have you been involved here in the Texas paintball scene?
1: Uh, Texas paintball pretty much since I started playing. Um, you know, I went out to, used to go out to Katie Paintball. Uh, out or well, I guess it was Tanks Paintball when they were off of Katie Hockley. Um, after that, they moved out to uh, West Green in I-10 and then played out there for a while. Um, so pretty much Texas my whole life. Even as a kid, I guess, just never really moved around.
0: All right, so uh, what teams did you play for over the years then?
1: Our first team was uh, – my very, very first team was Silent Strike. Um, I think we didn't even actually play any tournaments. Uh, We got hooked up with uh, Ulysses, uh, who you guys might know from Gangster Paintball. Uh, But back then when we got together, we've created Bloodline. Uh, Bloodline, we played Houston Rookie League for a while. Um, And then after that, we kind of split ways. And I formed uh, Rampage uh, with my buddy uh, Roger and a couple of other guys that we brought in uh, from like the Houston paintball scene. And, um, that was a team that we kind of traveled a little bit more to, uh, we went to the MPPL in, uh, Tampa and that was, I think it was like 2006. And then, um, we did, uh, Boston, we did Boston. Um, and then after that, you know, life kind of got in the way and, um, you know, I took a little bit of a break from paintball and got back into it around I guess that was 2019 and that's when I started playing with Ulysses again um, there's like a, I like to call him we, we call him OG he's the original gangster uh, but he's uh, gangster paintball so that's the team that I'm currently playing with um, I do have a youth team that I'm coaching uh, which is Rampage they're like a rookie team and then we're doing Rampage kids to bring up a, a youth group of kids to play the play the game
0: Awesome. Uh, Yeah, it's glad to hear that you uh, made your way back in. I know a lot of people say that you never uh, fully quit paintball. You just take a break for a little while and then you come back eventually. Uh, It's really cool that you got to, you know, link back up with OG. Um, So tell me a little bit more about this youth team that you're coaching, Rampage.
1: So um, I guess it kind of stems from, like, the overall mission with what we've been trying to do here at Splat, right? And it's, it's just grow the sport of paintball by infusing it with younger blood right um the kids that are you know the people that are already in the game and that are already playing they're hooked you know we love it we're not going anywhere right like you said you never really quit you just take a break right um but the key to being able to grow this sport is to bring in younger kids that can eventually you know grow into um, professional players, right? And have something to aspire to that they could play professional paintball um, or have some sort of a, a job or, or life, if you will, through paintball, right? Um, so this youth team that I'm coaching is, is uh, since he was about eight. Um, a couple other kids that kind of got hooked into it from uh, our youth camp. And then uh, my rookie team, which is built up of pretty much some of our staff that works here um, that decided they wanted to give it a try. So I'm letting them try it. You know, That's Teaching awesome. them what I can and letting them go after it.
0: I love it. Uh, you're starting to see more and more uh, youth programs kind of pop up around the US. Um, it's really cool to see. I know that uh, something that Colt Roberts was saying uh, back on the very first episode of the podcast was there's a lot the NXL pro population is aging. Like, he's been in the pros for 15 years. You've got a lot of the Dynasty guys have been in there for at least that long, if not longer. So, it's really great to see uh, all of these youth programs kind of coming up, and hopefully they're going to take the reins soon, because these, these guys in the pros can't play forever. Um, So, tell me, I guess, a little bit about um, Gangster. You know, tell me about those guys in... uh. You know everything your experience with them and yeah
1: no gangster um man hopefully not hurting anybody's feelings but i'd love to compare us to the bad news bears you know <laughs> um we're 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 like a throw together team um og and i you know since i got back i've been playing with him i stuck with him no matter what it's kind of gone up and down we've had people come and go um but the group of guys that we have right now, I'm really, really happy with. Um, Chad, most of you guys might know him. He's he's a, a, a spitfire, man. He's just ball of energy, loves, you know, kind of keeping the pits light and airy when we're in the middle of points and stuff. And then um, Justin, who's our back guy, He's he's been through our ups and our downs, and he's kind of weathered the storm of, of a couple of seasons and really has developed as a good player um, from, you know, not to say that he was bad, but he's just, as he's gotten better, as he's gotten more and more experience, you can tell he's just exponentially getting better. Um, and then we just recently picked up, uh, Rudy, uh, Rudy again, he, he kind of came and went, but, um, he's a great, great uh, snake player. Him and OG work really good together. Um, they just seem to kind of intuitively know what each other are doing. So, um, you know, we had a little bit of a Kind of a falling apart in the middle of this season we had lost a couple of players that we thought were going to be here with us uh for the whole season uh, but they kind of did their own thing and you can't blame them but um i'm looking forward to the next season and seeing what it brings you know this one we'll play a couple more events this season and try to try to win those but i think we're like in a rebuilding stage right now Gotcha.
0: So. Well, i'm uh looking forward to see if y'all uh you know start the rebuild and See all around X Factor again because it was definitely fun last year when, uh, whenever Gangster would come to town. It was really fun getting to play with you guys. Um, you know, I also played a lot with and against the Gangster guys last year because I played, uh, I did the 1v1 event at your field and then cool. I also, um, I guested with the Deadly Defiance guys in the last HTPS event and then I also did, um, one of the three man events with. Uh, the raw dogs with Paul Hubert, and those guys. So, so yeah. Uh, so
1: you are. Is it uh, Deadly Defiance, guys? Those are. That was a Stone Templar. Is that? Yeah, is that they're Stone Templars Christians? now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, dude. Y'all, y'all gave us a run for our money. We we took it all the way to overtime on that one. That was a fun. That was a oh, yeah. fun match. For sure. I think it set the mood for us for the rest of the day. You know, we kind of got bummed out after that loss, but it was all good, man. We had a good tournament.
0: Yeah, uh, it's definitely fun playing with those guys whenever I get to go to Houston. Um,
1: So pretty cool guy.
0: Yeah, continuing on. um, So talking a little bit more about uh, your field, uh, which is, as far as I know, it's the only indoor field in Texas. Is Splat Zone. Uh, So tell me more about kind of how all that got started and what got you into uh, field ownership, but not only field ownership, but wanting to build an indoor field
1: man that's uh that was that was a slippery slope honestly (laughs) and uh you know the idea started after i started playing uh, um backtrack a little bit um my first job really was working with my dad when i was about 14 years old i had a summer job doing construction with him and one of the only reasons i got that job to work that summer was because i wanted to save up money buy myself an upgrade from my stingray i wanted to get myself a spider and um, i remember having to work you know the summer and saving my money to get a spider and i got the stone cold barrel and all that stuff and anyway um just i guess i kind of lost my train of thought but repeat that one more time Where yeah with so
0: we're uh, just uh what got you into wanting to build and build oh. a field of your own
1: right right, right. okay sorry so So needless to say, um, back in 2019, when I started playing again, I was also still doing construction, uh, still working with my dad. Um, I had evolved from just doing, you know, painting and and small finishing jobs to actually doing um, commercial construction, right? So building out uh, different restaurants and stores and all sorts of good stuff. And, um, and I remember just, my head thinking along the lines, like, you know, I'm, I'm doing all these, I'm, I'm building all these people, their, their dreams, right? Their businesses, their, their livelihoods, and I get kind of attached to them, but then when I'm done, I just, you know, I got to go, right? And leave them to it. And I, you know, it's like a, it's like making a baby and then giving it away, I guess. I don't know. Um, but kind of going back to it, you know, I, I, I was getting burnt out on construction, um, there was a lot of ups and downs and I was getting undercut by a lot of tractors and just, I was kind of in a, in a place mentally in stress, I guess stressed out, um, that I wanted to do something different. And I'd always had the idea of opening up a paintball field, um, even like very close to purchasing one a long time ago, but just the money wasn't there for me to do it at the time. Um, But kind of flash forward, I I came, after I started playing again, I decided, you know what? I think I wanna look into what opening a paintball field would would be like. So I started doing research, you know, I think pretty much how everybody else starts. You Google how to start a paintball business. And I got so many different things and so many different points of view and a lot of information. And so the plan was really to start, I wanted to do a field that was close to the city of Houston, right? Like close to being in town so that, you know, practice wasn't so crazy far. You know, it's um, a lot of times we're driving 35, 45 minutes to an hour just to get to the field to practice, be there all day and then turn around and drive back. And I don't know, I thought maybe it'd be nice to have something that you could just drive to during the week that would be kind of close. Um, so the idea originally started was more as an outdoor field. Um, and then I went during my research, um, I actually went to the uh, NXL event in Dallas back in 2019. I guess that was. And while I was there talking and speaking with different uh, vendors, um, I kind of stumbled across the 50 Cal stuff. Right. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. Because I always had it, you know, my mind it's like paintball is really good it's a really awesome sport but for kids it's super intimidating right you get on the field with you know teenagers and young and grown adult men right shooting guns that are like machine guns and these kids don't stand a chance right so with this low impact stuff you're able to kind of slow the pace down and really teach them Um but anyway just kind of came across a, a guy one of the guys mentioned Gat Splat, which is a, another um, indoor field, and got to talking to the Larry guy, and so the field kind of evolved into um, into something like that, right? Like something where you could offer that indoor experience, make it comfortable, kind of a mix between like Top Golf and paintball and Chuck E. Cheese, all kind of coming together, you know? So. You know, that's that's really what we strive to do. You know, paintball is fun, but historically you go to paintball fields and they're not really, like, the most appealing places, right? So, you know, people that love it, they'll they'll suck it up and, and go there. Um, but we need to get fresh and new blood in there. You're only going to do that by making sure, like, the parents are comfortable when they come in, right? Or that there's air conditioning and you're not soaking, you know, sweating bullets when you're out there. Birthday party for two hours, and you're you know basically just drenched in sweat because it's hot, it's hot as balls out there, you know. Um, so yeah, so it kind of all evolved into into splat. So, um, that's that's where we are now. We have a 22,000 square foot uh, facility, it's a two indoor fields. So, we have our indoor field for paintball, uh, for the low impact paintball. And then our jelly ball field, which is a little bit smaller. Uh, It's all glow in the dark and super fun for the kids. Um, And again, it's just keeping that youth blood mentality, right? Keeping those kids coming in and getting into it, you know, without having to go right into the deep end.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love your field. Uh, I was there last year for the H C P S 1v1 event and just I had never been to an indoor field, but having air conditioning, having, you know, the the lobby was all nice and neat and had chairs and, you know, tables where you could just sit and you can order food and drinks there. And, uh, like, it had a full-on actual restroom. It wasn't just, you know, a row of porta-potties that were outside. <laughs> uh, and I just, I thought that was really, really cool. And I could see how, like, you know, bringing the parents, bringing others that are just there to watch – uh, keeping them comfortable, and another thing that I liked was, um, Kind of in between the two fields, there's kind of that hallway, but you can see into either field just through, like, there's a glass window that you can watch everything going on. And I know that, like, at a lot of paintball fields, if you're there to just watch, then, hey, you have to grab a rental mask that's obviously been used, probably doesn't feel very good or smell very good, and you're walking out onto the field and you have a chance of catching some stray paint. And mm-hmm. that, you know that's that's not fun for those parents that are just there to you know take pictures, watch their kids have fun. Uh, so I think what you've built is really cool. Um, but how important was it to you, like in your initial design? How important was it to offer all of these things?
1: I mean, super important, right? Like the whole point is to kind of grow the the sport of paintball as a spectator sport, right? So if you have nowhere to watch it and there's not really a spectator sport and then and again just going back to like the whole just idea behind everything from the get-go was really to bring youth into the game right i know i kind of keep harping on that but it was just that's been kind of the goal from day one right um having that indoor is is perfect just because it it allows you to to do it rain or shine, night or day, you know, the, the lights are always on inside. And um, you know, we really took the time to kind of make sure we we lit it up really well so that it did feel bright and, and shiny no matter what time of day or night it was. Um, but a lot of a lot of planning went into the like just the overall experience, right? From the moment that you walk in, to you know being greeted by our front front desk and then the the smell the music going the 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 whole experience of paintball is what was really more important to me um, because the game is fun right the game is fun, but the experience is what's going to get somebody overall hooked right um, so we just focus on making sure that everything is good for the customers and um, that everybody feels welcome because um, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to paintball fields and I play and, you know, you kind of, you know, if you're not part of the field, they kind of get the side eye. Of, and I've had experiences with that in the past. And so, you know, I just try to make sure everybody feels welcome and, and that nobody feels overwhelmed by paintball because it can be overwhelming when you when it's your first time playing.
0: Definitely. It's uh, it's a very tough sport to uh you know, learn the ropes for, for sure. Um, But I, you seem to be doing a lot of things uh, different than a lot of, like, the traditional outdoor fields. Um, And another thing that you've done differently is you seem to have, like, structured it from the very beginning with Jelly Ball and with the 50 Cal Low Impact Paintball, uh, you know, as as your core part of the experience from the ground up. Uh, So has that approach uh just has it been successful for you has has you have you seen a lot more uh, you know prospective players wanting to get into it and enjoying themselves
1: yeah i think so i think it's 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 been um it's been a good opportunity because again you're 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 slowing it down right you're making it comfortable uncomfortable still i mean the low impact paintball still zings right if you get hit in the right spot it could leave a little bruise um but it's not you know, it's not gonna leave a big, nasty bruise like you get with traditional paintball, right? And so a lot of people get overwhelmed with that. And so we wanted to just focus on those people when we were doing it. Um, You know, we've kind of opened it up a little bit more towards the more traditional paintball players like myself, like yourself, Um, you know, with the 68 Cal, like we do our reball on Tuesdays, which is starting to get more popular Um, and just getting more and more people involved. but the focus has always been the the new people, right? The the casual experience. Like, you, you know, you think about, hey, I want to go bowling on, um, you know, you're, nobody, you're not going to be a professional bowler, but you can run and play, you know, you can run and do a couple of games of bowling, right? Same thing with paintball. I want to kind of make it soft, not soft enough, but accessible enough so that you can just say, hey, let's go play a, two or three matches of paintball and then let's go have a couple beers down the street or go out to dinner afterwards or what have you you know so that's kind of the mentality behind it
0: cool uh i that's honestly the feeling that i got when i entered your field for the first time was like whoa this is like a a bowling alley type experience and it it's cool (laughs) Uh, i i think it's uh you know it really makes for a fun environment there um so Another thing that you do differently, not just your approach, but also uh, your price structure, Uh, a lot of fields, or I'd say most fields, uh, whenever they structure their pricing, it's by, you know, you buy a certain amount of paint. Uh, But for you, you structure it by the amount of games that they play. So what made you go with that structure and how has it worked
1: out for you? Um, Well, let me put it to you this way. We're still a year in. Uh, The jury's still out on that one, to be honest with you. Um, I guess it kind of goes back to the, you know, I wanted it to be for, I wanted it to be a more casual experience, right? So typically if you're going to go play paintball, it's like, okay, it's like a, you make a day of it, right? You have to go, you get there in the morning, you buy your paintballs, you're there for a while, you're playing and then you leave and you go home usually in shower because you're, you're covered in dirt and, you know, outdoor stuff, um, but what I wanted to do was, if you wanted to just try paintball, right? You could come in and buy a single match and you're gonna get everything that you're gonna need. You don't have to worry about, oh, do I need to buy 100 paintballs or 300 paintballs or you know, how much am I gonna need to make it last or what have you? So the reason we did the, the, um, the single matches like that was more or less so that you could just come in and say, hey, I'm gonna play one match, right? Try it out, if I like it, then I'll buy some more matches, um, and then we offered you know like a discount on the more matches that you buy. Um, we recently kind of have rolled out our all-day pass, which is very similar to um, what your traditional fields are like. Um, so we're you know we're still kind of weighing it out and seeing which ones work in which way. Um, but that's like I said, we're still one year into the end of this game and. And just kind of holding on for dear life and taking everything as it comes.
0: Well, I, I'm i a fan of your approach. Uh, it sounds a little bit similar. I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, how paintball fit they have their nightball going on now that uh, they actually put LED lights above their uh, middle field. And so uh, like two or three nights a week, they have nightball where you go and you just pay like a flat fee and you play the entire night. Instead of, you know, buying a case, it's just, hey, you pay your entry and you, you just play hopper ball the whole time, but, you know, all the paint is included in that. So, it's an interesting uh, price structure that I haven't uh, really seen before outside of y'all and outside of FIT. So, I'd love to see just how how that works out for y'all, if it, if it uh, becomes effective, uh, you know, price-wise in the long run. Um, yeah. So kind of other things that I'm interested to hear about, you know, being an indoor field, what are some of the advantages of being indoor versus having an outdoor field?
1: Um, well, obviously, I think the, the, the main thing is that you're not really dealing with the weather. Um, it's a lot more of a controlled environment, right? You don't have, like, bugs and just all sort of, sorts of other factors. So we're able to kind of... Um, control the experience a little bit uh, a little bit more and I think that's ultimately kind of what um, you know again we set out to do is our we're really focused on the experience right the customer experience the user experience Um, so that is really good Um, just and just the comfort of it right like being able to just be inside to be you know near the snack bar the bathrooms it's it was one of the things that we just, we really wanted to take paintball and kind of elevate it, you know, bring it up to the next level and just make it awesome, more, more awesome, I guess, than it already is, right? Um, yeah, other than that, I guess um, being able to have the the field lit, you know, whatever time of day, that's, that's also really cool. Um, I think the only thing that I don't like or one of the things that we don't, really get is uh, we're not shooting we're not shooting paint right full full paintballs 68 caliber paintballs um, we did it for the 1v1 tournament um, but even then like it was just a lot of paint that you have to then turn around and clean up so the 50 cal stuff is less paint in it so it allows us to keep the fields clean uh, you know like every day we stop and clean bunkers and you know pick up the the paintballs that are like leftover and we have a little machine that picks them all up and um so it's it's just a lot cleaner i guess um the indoor gotcha
0: yeah and i was gonna ask also uh what are some of the challenges that you have that uh outdoor fields don't have i mean obviously the cleaning up you don't um you know the paint's not going to get run off by weather or rain or anything like that and then you know, obviously outside of operating costs themselves for all of the facilities, but uh, what, what are some other challenges that are unique to the indoor experience?
1: I think being able to find a building big enough to put a full-size field in. Um, that that would be, that's kind of the, the, what we were looking to try and do, but it was just very, very difficult. Um, so we ended up getting the building that we could put the biggest size field in. Um, so, we would like eventually to be able to do that um but we're just just compensating by putting a full-size field outdoor and and we'll be fine yeah
0: gotcha yeah i've i've have seen you alls uh progress on that outdoor field so was was it always part of the plan to have both an indoor and an outdoor experience or what was it that sparked your expansion
1: no it was it was always part of it um it was one of the reasons that helped us choose this building um was that it did have this adjacent field right next door, um, and you know that's been kind of in the negotiation from from the beginning. Um, ultimately, the the end goal is to get these youth players up to playing full speed, you know, professional paintball. So they need a place that they can naturally transition to, right? So going from the 50 cal here inside, you know, a little bit more slow pace. Then letting them have a place to transition into uh, full-speed paintball or 68-caliber paintball um, is is was like the natural progression for us, and so we definitely had that in the works. It was just had to get the indoor thing up, running, kind of moving, and then you know then we were on to phase two. So
0: cool. Well, well, I'm excited to uh, see that outdoor field fully completed. Um, so you talked a little bit about, you know, the youth experience. I wanna talk a little bit about the uh summer camp that y'all offer. Uh, you know, just tell me more about it and obviously this is part of your uh part of your overall mission statement to uh you know, make it more accessible, bring in more uh younger players to the game, but just tell me more about why why a summer camp specifically.
1: You know, um I guess I got the idea kind of from my, my son, my son is, uh, he's, my oldest son is 11. Um, and he's always doing summer camps, right? All sorts of summer camps. They had baseball, summer camp, soccer, summer camp, you know, under the sea summer camp, all all sorts of stuff. And so I was thinking, you know, why would we not be able to do paintball summer camp, right? Give these kids a chance to, to learn what it is, what competitive paintball has to offer, And, you know, I think that one of the things that we set out to do was just to be able to educate, educate the masses, if you will, about the world of competitive paintball in general, right? Um, so being able to bring in these youth camps and get in front of these kids, make it fun for them, you know, aside from our like training, which we do like a full practice, basically the kids will come in and we'll do a, um, a conditioning and agility warm-up in like an hour basically or 45 minutes of strength and conditioning all body exercises and agility stuff Um, and then from that point we'll kind of take a little break and go into you know your paintball skills right and um but making it so that it's fun and doing games with them and making them kind of compete with each other shooting targets without actually shooting at each other in the beginning. Um, and then as the week kind of progresses, start getting them into, you know, by Wednesday or Thursday, I had to get snap shooting against each other in like bunkers at the 50, right? Um, cause that's part of the game. And so being, it, but then again, they're doing it with 50 cal guns, right? And it's all mechanical. So it's, it's getting slowed down. Um, yeah that it's it's all about teaching the kids man that's all it is
0: <laughs> well that's uh that's really cool i uh I wish I had something like that when I was younger you know I would have gotten into the game way sooner um, yeah so you know a lot of this uh a lot of what you're doing is kind of geared toward the kids and toward the younger players. are you seeing that a lot of your uh customers are uh kids in that age group or are you still seeing you know a lot of uh like men
1: in their twenties, early thirties. Uh, So men in their twenties, early thirties on Thursday nights, for sure. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, on Tuesday nights. Um, but I'd say about 90% of our customers are, you know, maybe 90% is a little high, maybe like 85, but something along that range. <clears throat> Most of them are, are kids ages like six to about 12, 13, 15 years old. Um, which is exactly the demographic that, you know, we were kind of aiming for with everything behind it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's right on par, man. We're um, appealing to these kids. We're getting paintball out in front of them. Even if they show up for jellyball, there's, you know, they can watch the paintball matches while they're waiting for the jelly ball to start. So, um, you know, the ultimate goal is still to continue to grow the sport of paintball.
0: It's Cool, and I, I think the way that you've built the field you know going back to all the facilities and the way you can watch the games is uh, you know is very conducive to all that mission statement um, so real quick, uh, just to let everybody in the chat know, we will have time for one or two questions here at the end, so if you have something that you would like to ask, Jonathan, go ahead and put your question in the chat. we'll get to it towards the end um, so Jonathan, getting kind of back to your process of building this field because you are now in the process again for building the outdoor field uh what are some uh mistakes that uh newer field owners uh make like what are what are some pieces of advice that you would give people that are looking to own their own field
1: man have patience you know try not to do it in the city (laughs) um dealing with you know permitting and and all that stuff it was something that we didn't anticipate um you know we also we also for all intents and purposes we started the process about four months basically before covid you know hit right and you can imagine that's not a very good look for an indoor field right so everything kind of just like screeched to a halt as far as construction was concerned so you know just I guess you can't anticipate something like that, but just, you know, anticipate or expect the unexpected delays. Um, you know, I think that's one of the things that I wasn't really anticipating as much was just dealing with the permitting and, the, you know, get this done and then hurry up and wait while they do this inspection. And I think that was one of the things that really drew our construction timeline a little bit longer than, than we needed to. Um, to be honest with you, I mean, I, I worked at uh, paintball field for quite some time. Um, matter of fact, I would go and work on Saturdays and then um, go and and uh, play on Sundays. And I did that for basically the whole time I was playing. And um, but the, the 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 logistics of it is just you know keeping everybody good, keeping everybody happy. Um, Trying to make sure that everybody's getting the same amount of play time which is something that we've had to deal or anticipate with um, with being an indoor field right we don't have a bunch of different outdoor fields where we can rotate five or six different parties or five or six different groups right certainly have the one field for paintball and one field for jelly ball um, so we're definitely looking forward to getting that outdoor field so we can have another place to rotate um, but yeah, that's that's really it. I mean, the the I think it's just business in general, right? Being able to manage all that stuff, um, and then whatever you're planning for your budget, like go just plan a little bit more than that because there's always going to be something that comes up that you're not expecting.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's definitely a lot to consider. Um, I mean, at least uh, with with having so many parties that you're struggling to get everybody play time I mean I guess that's a good problem to have that your uh that your business is uh, pretty popular there um so talking about uh you know you had that the 1v1 event there at the field last year um I believe is that the only event that you've held at your field or have you held another one
1: Uh, that's the only, um, 68 caliber, like tournament style event that we've had. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, do you have any plans to host any more events in the future, either 68 cal or even 50 cal or jelly ball?
1: Absolutely. Um, we're, we're always looking for a new thing to do. Um, you know, the priority right now has been just to kind of get the operating kind of the wheels turning on everything. Um, but we're always writing down ideas and always thinking of, okay, we're going to start putting together a league um I think just getting the people to come out out first um and then once we have their their attention then uh, we're going to roll out some other things that we've been uh, kind of in the works of putting together but like um like a league that we want to do both a youth league that will be uh, almost like a six-week type program Uh, we're actually planning on rolling that out here uh in September it'll be a, a, a league for kids. They'll come in once a week to do a practice. And then on Saturday morning, they'll come out and play a match or two matches, right? Um, so we want, we want to structure it very similar to, you know, like growing up as a kid, you played soccer. You would go play soccer for an hour on the week, during the week, and then you'd have a game on the weekend. Um, so we kind of want to do something like that to give kids another Another avenue, if you will, for um, sport, right? That's outside of your traditional football, baseball, soccer, basketball, that type of stuff. Yeah, uh,
0: Youth League sounds really cool. I I definitely haven't heard of anyone else uh, doing that in any other field, so I hope it takes off. I I think that's definitely the, uh, you know, a everyone talks about growing the sport and how we how we can get more kids into the into the scene i think that's definitely the right way to do it is you know just giving them a way to play on their own instead of saying hey you know here's here's a gun here's you're playing against a bunch of these dudes in their 20s and 30s good luck you know yeah. i i i really like that you're giving them that opportunity there i uh i hope it goes well for you um, so we're getting kind of toward the end of our show. Uh, this is a question that I ask everybody that comes on the show. So are there any uh, Texas-based either teams, players, brands, or projects that have caught your attention lately? Uh, it, who do you think the rest of Texas should know about if they don't know, already know about them?
1: Man, um, to be honest with you, it's just OG, man. Um, he He is probably of the most underrated people uh, in the Houston paintball scene um, or, or really just Texas paintball scene but I know that for Houston wise um, there's not a player in Houston that I don't think that hasn't gotten some sort of a tip or uh, some sort of coaching from OG I mean he was the one that kind of took me and my buddy Roger and my brother um, under his wing when we started doing bloodline and really taught us what competitive paintball was before that You know we were just out running around in the woods behind our neighborhood um so he is he's probably one of the one of the oldest guys in the game no i'm just messing with him but uh he's uh he's a, he's, he's a good guy and uh his brand he's really worked hard to develop gangster paintball and um and he has that that mentality that you know it's 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 not about looking you know looking all that great or having the fanciest gear it's about the the heart that you put into it the dedication you know showing up to practice on time and being able to put in the work while you're there and not just lollygagging um so he's a he's he's probably one of the uh the main people that i would have to you know kind of shout out and just thank for for kind of showing me the ropes too back when i first started a long time ago and then just taking me back under his wing uh um you know when i came back and opening that door and saying hey man you're always welcome to come play with me and so I'm I'm there on it down with him
0: I still think that's such a cool story uh, you know you starting out with OG and then linking back up with him uh, just a few years ago all those years later uh, yeah. uh, let's see I have someone in the chat uh, that's Pat Rayborn, who is uh, who's on my team the Texas Titans he's saying that OG was there when he first started playing paintball back at the uh, Houston Rookie League at Tanks.
1: Yep. Yeah. yep. Shout out
0: to OG. Uh, yeah. So looks like we got w- time for one question from the chat. Uh, this is from uh, username ClipZrLL. I believe uh, this guy's a local at Earfield. Uh, his question is, what's the timeline for the outdoor field? Will it be full size or more of a three-man field?
1: It'll be a full uh, regulation size NXL field, so we'll be able to set up, you know, all of the um, NXL layouts. Um, And the timeline, man, we're waiting on the netting uh, and the grass. So uh, actually, for the past couple of weeks, we've been setting posts. I've been out there in a little skit steer pulling stuff around and trying to get the the ground nice and level. Um, So hopefully, we're hoping here by the end of the month, uh, end of August, September we'll be uh, wrapping that up and opening it up for, for play.
0: Cool oh, man I'll, uh,
1: hopefully I'll be able to come and
0: visit y'all uh, pretty soon with the next uh, Houston GCS event maybe I'll stop by.
1: That'll work man awesome.
0: Uh, so Jonathan thank you so much for your time and thank you again for uh, filling in for Nico Hyde with uh, you know very little uh, you know heads up uh, so do you have any last shout outs or things you'd like to say before we sign
1: off? And just uh, first and foremost, thanks thanks to God for everything that uh, that we've uh, we have here, and um, and my wife who's at home right now with two kids and trying to get them to bed, and, and she's been real uh, a real big support during this, this whole thing, and so you know I couldn't really do it without her. And then also a big big shout out to my business partners on this. They uh, they took a chance on me and um, were you know helped me to, to get this dream, make this dream a reality.
0: awesome so uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in Uh, be sure to go follow splat zone uh, that's at splat underscore zone on instagram and tiktok Uh, what other guests would you like to see on the show
1: splat underscore houston oh sorry i'm
0: sorry Uh, splat underscore houston on instagram and tiktok i actually wrote that down wrong Uh, so what other guests would you like to see on the show uh, be sure to leave a comment down below, and while you're at it, uh, hit the subscribe button if you're watching it on YouTube. Uh, the show goes live weekly here on twitch.tv slash podcast Recordings are posted to YouTube, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, and now Spotify the next day. Uh, shout out to all my sponsors and partners. That's FU Athletics, Get That Shot, and my newest partner that I announced earlier today, uh, Compete, Gel Stewart. Uh, see you guys next week for episode 8 we will have the godfather of Texas paintball himself we will have Alex Martinez on the show so uh, looking forward to see you guys next week thank you so much Jonathan
1: thank you